Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about funerals. Um, anything kind of things depends, I suppose, on the child. I suppose you, you imagine you know your own child, whether they're sensitive or kind of frightened by that kind of thing. There's an interesting piece by David Coleman, and he answers your family parenting questions in the Irish Independent. And there was a question in, it says, I have a beautiful eight-year-old boy. He is very sensitive. You'd almost say he's soft. Uh, but I love that about him. He is our only child. My husband's father passed away in the UK, and the funeral will be in a couple of weeks' time. I really don't know whether to bring my son to the funeral. He still talks about my father, who died uh, when he was only four, and occasionally gets a little bit upset about it. And uh, he didn't have any grandparents left in Ireland. I just feel the funeral might be a bit overwhelming and upsetting for him. What do you think? And interestingly enough, mums net have exactly the same problems today, coincidentally. A uh, bit of a family bake going on here. My sister-in-law's mother died after a 10-month battle with cancer. My sister-in-law's planning to take my niece and nephew to the funeral. It's a cremation. My brother and my parents don't think it's right uh, that a child should go to a funeral or cremation for that matter. And I don't see the problem, to be honest. And I believe they're entitled to go. Now, I have to be honest... I don't think funerals are a place for a child, unless, of course, it's your own parents or your sibling. I don't think it's a place for a child. I think absolutely if it's their own parents, you know what I mean, you would regret for the rest of your life that they didn't go to the funeral, particularly Irish funerals. Irish funerals are different. And and I don't understand, we were talking about this this morning. In England, uh, when somebody dies, it's like three weeks later they get buried, whereas in Ireland they're normally buried, you know, they're dead and buried within three or four days. We're kind of quite quick with our funerals. We like to respect them very almost immediately. It's when somebody dies, it's kind of almost let's get it into the paper that night, and they're going to be kind of you know a mass or well nowadays they've kind of done away with the two two day thing. It's kind of one day now, isn't it? They used to have a mass and a funeral the next morning, whereas nowadays they just do them together. I think that's more to do with a shortage of priests than anything else. Um, but they do lay them out in funeral homes or you know, what's quite traditionally Irish to bring them home and have an open casket in the house where they invite people over, you know, the night before to come over and see the body in the house. And I have to say, I've been to a few just as an adult and I find it very awkward. I find the whole thing very uncomfortable, to be honest with you. When you walk in, do you want to go in and see her? She's inside in the room or him or whatever. And you walk in and there's this dead person in a coffin. And you're going, yeah, she's lovely. And realistically, it's a body, you know, and people are touching it and kissing it. And and I understand People who are close to the person obviously wants to see, you know, that last touch or whatever it is. But for an outsider or for somebody who's not directly related, it can be a little bit awkward and a bit uncomfortable, to be honest with you. So, but is it really, I see children, you know, being lifted up to the coffin to see the dead person in the coffin. And I think that's, I think that could have a very negative effect on a child to lift a little child of three or four or five or six or even up to nine or ten up to a coffin to see a dead person in a coffin who may not look the same, by the way, because they tend, you know, a lot of the time, and I don't want to be, make this awkward and uncomfortable, but they tend not to look the same. I remember my own mother when she died, and I remember my mother and what she looked like. And when I saw her in the coffin in the funeral home, it didn't really look like her anymore. And I, I prefer to remember her from what I saw and what I remembered her to look like. Because I, and I, by the way, this is no disrespect to the people who work you know, in the funeral homes around the country. They do a wonderful job because obviously in some extreme cases they have a lot of work to do to make somebody look presentable in the coffin. Um, well, particularly when they've died of, of a terrible illness or maybe even an accident. But 
it's usually doesn't look like sometimes doesn't look like the person anymore. You know, and I, I don't know. And for a child to see that, I think it could be very awkward and very discomfort or very uncomfortable. I, I want to know what you think. Is it appropriate, say, a child under the age of 10? Do you think it's appropriate to bring a child under the age of 10 to a funeral, particularly if, they, you know, they're not a direct relation? I mean, I understand mom and dad and siblings. Absolutely. I mean, they'd probably, you know, they'd regret it for the rest of their lives if you didn't bring them to it. You know, and I could, I could see the reason for that, although it may be uncomfortable and insensitive. I want to know, is it appropriate to bring a child to a funeral at all? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Is it appropriate? And, and are, by the way, while I'm on the subject, open caskets. It, it is very Irish, by the way. It's You don't, you don't see that in the UK as much, by the population. The Irish probably do it in the UK. But you don't see it as much. Open caskets. You know, people laid out in a casket open in somebody's front room for a couple of days. Like, you don't... I know the Irish are very different in the way we celebrate death. You know, a wake is a very Irish thing to do. I mean, we kind of celebrate. I play actually on a lighter note a bit of Dave Allen and later on who talks about the Irish funeral. But the Irish funeral is very different. So is it appropriate to bring a child to that situation? And the whole thing is quite morbid. I, I know somebody's died before you all jumped down my throat. But I remember going back... It was about 15 years ago. No, it was about 10 years ago. A friend of my wife's had, his father had died. And it was in the middle of winter. And it was about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. There was a mass. And it was a really cold, I remember the day. It was a really cold, miserable day. And I brought the kids along. We went to the church. And somebody got up and started doing decade of the rosary. And I was like, well, I, I, I'm not religious, so I don't know the decade, so I just mumble here, okay? And I was like, oh, and then everybody else would go, oh, and this went on for ages. And I just thought this is the most miserable, horrible way. If I ever die, don't ever do that to me. It's miserable, it's horrible. And I just, I felt the whole thing was wrong. I just felt the atmosphere. And I ended up just saying, come on, we go. And I took the kids out because I didn't want the kids exposed to that negativity, that whole negativity. Now, maybe that's just because it was an extremely religious funeral. I've been to funerals, you know, in masses and churches where it wasn't quite as miserable. So maybe just that was my experience. But, but I don't believe it's appropriate for children. Maybe I'm wrong. Fran, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Fran? How are you doing, Nurse? Fran, am I wrong? Is it, is, it in, is it appropriate for a child to go to a funeral? Well, I think it all depends on the circumstances. Mm. And it all depends on the relationship the child had with the deceased per- person. Yeah. You know, you have nowadays where aunties, uncles are minding the kids, granny, granddad, you know, even next door neighbours and things like that. So it would actually depend on the relationship they have with each other. And it but can you not just, say, can you not just the tell child. the child that, that, you know, that they're not with us anymore, or they've gone to Holy God or whatever it is you say to a child, you know, and, and leave it at that. But to bring them, particularly Irish funerals where you might have an open casket and, you know, all this kind of carry on. And I just don't think that's suitable for a child. It depends. Like, I mean, some people need closure. You know, some people need to say that last goodbye. Now, I know they're only, they're only a child or a kid. Mm, yeah. They still may need that. Otherwise, they regret it for the rest of their life. You know, if only I had but it. But you can't unsee it. Oh, you can't unsee it. But, like, I mean, I think it's up to, we say, the adults then to decide whether a child would view. Does the sight of know, a dead body make you uncomfortable, Fran? 
not at all. Makes me very uncomfortable. No, not at all. I don't know what your line of work is. You're probably going to tell me you're working in a fire department or something. No, I don't worry. No, look at me. I have lost close friends, close friends, relatives, family, things like that. I can still, I can still see my brother. My brother drowned, right? And I, I was, I had to go and identify the body uh, in the morgue here in Dublin, right? And I can still see that, and I can never unsee it. I would rather I didn't see it. Well, the same happened with my brother. My brother got knocked down and killed in mm. Ballymun. And me and the eldest brother had to go and identify the body. Yeah. Now, this is after a car accident. I can only imagine. I can only imagine what yes. that was like, yeah. So, no, we were glad. And we actually, had, whether it's morbid or not, we had a look at the injuries just to confirm exactly what happened. Yeah, I, know, I understand somebody has to identify the body. And in my case, because my father, my father was so upset when I met him at the morgue and we went in and he asked me to go in and have a look and... I, I can understand why that would and why I had to do that. And why I mean, I was only twenty seven at the time. My brother was twenty four, and I can understand why it happens and why it has to be done. But cheapers, you can't unsee it. The same, you know. My mother and father's funeral. There was an open casket, and they didn't look like my mother and father anymore. Do you know what I mean? They, they never do. No, they never do. And, and, no matter yeah. what happens, they never look like... So I would rather remember that. them as I remember them rather than seeing them like that. And, and that. So as an adult, I know the effect that had on me. So I can only imagine the effect it has on a child. But there, there is some children who want to say their goodbyes in their own way. Mm. You know, because they've been so close to the person, the relative, the neighbour, you know, and, you know, to try and explain to them they're going to the big place in the school or whatever, you know, it's yeah. very hard for... When they actually see the body, they might understand a little bit better. You know, this person is no longer here. They won't be babysitting. They won't be bringing them anywhere. You know, it could be certain kids. It depends on the kid's personality, you know, what way they are, what way they react. It depends what the parents think, and it depends on the actual body they're going to view. Just stay there for a second, because Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Neve? It's a coincidence this problem is actually in the Independent and Mumsnet on the same day, but... I mean, is it appropriate to bring a child, you know, six, seven years of age, whatever, to to a funeral? I don't. I, no, I don't have a problem with the funeral itself because um, I think that in a lot of cases there's a lot of support at a funeral. There's a lot of family there. They're not always horrible, morbid things. No issue with that. I personally wouldn't be bringing my nine-year-old to see the body. I prefer him. I'm just thinking if you know when my own parents pass, I'd much prefer him to remember them as the vibrant grandparents that they were. And then maybe we could celebrate their life in another way. I, I, I'll bring him to the funeral, absolutely. He's, I don't know what age he'll be when they pass, but that's appropriate. They're his grandparents. But personally, the, the, the body, I, I just, I prefer him to remember them alive and well, and not for that to be the last thing in his head. Yeah, about them. dead in a box. Yeah, and I know, I know what Fran is saying is a really good point about the closure thing, but I think you, you, can, you can talk to kids. I mean... I, if a kid is nine or ten, they're going to understand that they're gone. And, you know, you can explain to them that they are in the coffin in the church or whatever. But, mm. you know, if you believe in religion, you can say they're, they're not really there. They've gone to a better place, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just wouldn't like his last memory of... And what about, what about even if it's... Is that except if it's their mum and dad or, or a sibling? But even, even then, I, I don't think the child would like to see his mammy or his daddy dead in no. a box. Absolutely. I think that was absolutely. I think it would destroy a child. 
Yeah, look, that's just my belief. I just think that if it is a really close, God forbid, a parent or a sibling, you've had you've had years with those people, and you just want the kids to remember them as they were. And then, I mean, I I I, I was twenty seven or twenty eight nearly when my brother died, and I identified his body, and I and I still remember it, and I'd rather I just didn't see that. Yeah, I see my own. I saw my own grandmother, and it's it's never left me. Mm. You know, and and it was. It, it was years ago and it was a different time then and you were forced in and I was the kid that was held up and there's your there, there's your nanny now and I thought, yeah you're dragged into the room like and you're lifted up to the coffin do you want to give your nanny a kiss goodbye a kiss. And I, yeah, do you want to, I was asked do you want to give her a kiss and say a little prayer and I think I was about eight. Oh gosh no yeah. I just want to I just want to get out please you know and See, well, well, hang on. See, Fran, th- there's what I'm thinking there. You know, that this could have a traumatic. It could have a traumatic effect on a child. It could. But I just say, like, I mean, you have to take in all the variables. Like, I mean, the parents, the child, the person, the relationship. I'm not saying this for everybody. Yes, but the child are, doesn't. The child is not the one that makes the decision. Usually, as the parents will make the decision for the child, and and as they did with Neve's case, lift her up to the coffin to give her granny a kiss goodbye. You know, or wherever we are, auntie. Well, like, I just, I don't know, I have visions of a scary movie when you're actually talking about... The but the, what that. That, well, that's what it sounds <laughs> like. So, well, I mean, and I don't want to be disrespectful to people around the country who somebody might have passed away today, but, I mean, that's, for a lot of people, that's what it is. Yeah. As I, like, I mean, I think you have to take everything together and everything will be assessed at the time, whether it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. Well, well hang on, because Sheila, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sheila? Hi, Niall. You were in that situation as well. I was put in that situation when I was a child, and I'll never forget it. Right, and who who, was, who died? A, a neighbour, right. a very good neighbour of ours, and I was dragged, well, not dragged, but I was drawn up by the hand by, with my mother. How old were you? About six. Right. Uh, to see this lady uh, laid out in our bedroom, Conked, dead, like... Right. Was, I'll never forget it. So, never, so she was in a bed, and, yeah. and what, you were lifted up to the bed? Yeah, I was listening to the bed to say goodbye, and uh, yeah, I, I I was traumatized. I still am. I still see that to this day. Like it's as clear as I'm fifty two now. I know, I know, because that's exactly what I talk about. My own brother, by the way, who was yeah. a wonderful human being, but I remember him as my brother Arthur, but not this person well, I saw in a body bag. Yeah, that's the last image you have of him. Now that's you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't think it's appropriate. I, I don't think I, I have a grandchild and I have to, uh, you know, I wouldn't like Corsi Rock seeing me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. It's, oh my God, trauma. I know, I've opened up a whole can of worms here to the other people are texting in saying more or less the same thing that they were trauma. I'm, I'm looking here. Fran, I'm looking at the amount of people texting in saying they were traumatised as a child by this. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, you see, that's, that's years gone by. You were forced to do it. Yeah, I think parents yeah. these days have a uh, a bit more consideration and a bit more knowledge. But know, when, you, when you say to it, I mean, what, what do you do? You ask a seven-year-old, do you want to see your granny dead in, in the coffin? I, I don't think they really have much of a choice. I mean, they kind of just go, well, okay, yeah. You know, yeah I, mean, I think, look, I mean, these days, like, I mean, years ago, everybody done it. You know, years ago, you were forced regardless whether you wanted to feed people or not. These days, I think there's a bit more understanding around it. And, mm. you know, you know by the side itself, you know, how much they're talking about the person or missing the person or and you want to try to give some sort of closure yes I do understand it may not be suitable for every child but some children do want to actually see it or see the person before they go you know or see the person yeah sorry Sheila I think the child should be asked nowadays a child is is more um, 
up to see it than we were. And I think if a child should be asked if they want to go and see Granda, Granny, mm. uh, you know, would you like to see Granny and Granda before she goes, like, dead? Are you, and, by the way, what about, Sheila, are you into this kind of, a lot of, some people like it, some people don't, the the open caskets. Do, do, is that something you just... No, I think he, I was at a funeral recently. A very good friend of mine passed away, and it was a closed casket, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, the ceremony was lovely, and you didn't—you weren't holding your breath going in to see the person. Right. You know, okay. You were able to sit there and talk with the friends and the family about the person, and you just didn't see a body. It was great. I thought it was better than having an open one. I don't think it should be that anymore. Yeah, it, it's it's quite an Irish thing to do. Sorry, Neve, have you? Uh, uh, I mean, are you into the kind of open casket thing, or is that something you'd appreciate? No, I wouldn't. I prefer closed caskets. Mm. To be honest, I, I'm I'm even I'm an adult, and I'd be dreading the thoughts of having to go and go and see it. I think we forget that these people are very small, and everything is very big to a very small person, and. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if we're making a decision for our for our kids. We have to try and put ourselves back to the seven year old mindset, and you don't know what sets them off. Yeah, the weirdest things can set them off and have them have a nightmare. Imagine a body. I know. So I think just because it is because at the end of the day, I know it's our loved one and everything else and all that kind of stuff. But it is a body. It's a dead body. Our loved and that's the bottom our line. Loved one, our loved ones are our loved ones when you know when they're alive. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they, and we they, still they, remember they, them when they're dead. But the body is just a body. It's just a you know, physical that's, body. It's that's just what's left. You know, if you're religious or whatever mm. humanist or whatever you believe, that's just kind of the vessel that's left. And to be honest, the I person is the personality. The person is the personality. It's not the body. And you have you your know. memories, and if you've had a good relationship with the person, just keep your memories and keep. The, the vibrancy of them and what they did with you when you were a kid, especially for kids, you know, like... Going and what about the funeral? The what about the funeral itself? You know, the the kind of mass and people, you know, saying things and, you know, and people, the priests, you know, with the, the scent and all that kind of, and then putting them into the ground and throwing dirt on top of it. And is that, is that, that whole thing, is it, is it something a child should be witness to? Yeah, I think that's a procedure. I think that's kind of like a rite of, of passage for the person who's died. You know, it's, that's easy. That that that's easy for a kid, I think, because they're they're half the time they're looking around them anyway. But we so protect our really children. Happy. There's a lot of stuff that we protect our children from. I don't want to go into too much of it in the air in case the children are different. Listen, right? But there's a lot of stuff that we protect our children. A lot of knowledge that we have as adults that we protect our children from. Right? You know, we don't talk to our children about domestic violence. We don't talk to our children about certain things. You know, about pregnancy at a very young age. We don't talk to them about certain things. Right? You know, and I'm not likening pregnancy to domestic violence, but adult stuff. Right, and I, I just think that funerals are adult stuff. I don't think so. See, I think death is a part of life, and you can't protect death and taxes, two things that are certain. You can't protect childbirth is a that. part of life, but you're not going to show your child a child being born until they're at least no, 10. Of course, you're not. But <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but childbirth and death are two different things. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's one extreme <laughs> to the other, isn't it? But I'm just saying, yeah, we protect our children from some of the realities of life. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but death, death. Look, a funeral isn't isn't gory. There, there, you know, the priest isn't standing up mm. there saying exactly what happened to the person. It's just a nice way of saying goodbye. Well, and fun- I, that I, funeral I, I was at with my kids was like a satanic ritual. I swear to God, it was awful. <laughs> and I know I've been to funerals, and some funerals have been lovely. But when I say lovely, you know, it's the best send off you could possibly get. But I've I've been to this this other funeral I went to, and it was the most miserable thing I was ever at in my life. 
And it was just, it was droney. It was, the weather didn't have a huge part to play in it as well, mind you. I'm sure the person who died didn't choose the day to die. But in saying that, it was the, the, the decade of the rosary was been said. And I don't want to insult people who were religious, but it was just, it went on and on and on. And it was just a bit much, like. Uh, but you, but look, you can you can get up and walk out. I mean, they don't lock the doors, so you can get up and walk out if it's dragging on a bit. Yeah. But at the I end, did. I did say, by the way, to people around me, and when I die, if he's ever do this to me, I'll come back and haunt you. <laughs> you know. Well, that's the point. Look, I, I just think take your your kids can cope of a certain age now. Wouldn't be taking anyone under about the age of six, but from about seven on, once they've made, you know. I think you can explain stuff to them. This is just, we're just going to say goodbye to, to Nana or Grandad and there'll be other people there it's with so me. wrong. I, what you're saying like there. I mean, I, I, it's just so wrong what that lady's saying there. Why? What do you mean? Uh, bring a child, bring a six-year-old, it's only Nana and Grandad. I'll never forget that. That was traumatising and I still I still remember it to this day. I had no choice in the matter. I was made no, go. No, no, no. To the funeral. No, I wouldn't no she's talking about the funeral. Now. She, no, she, she agrees with you in relation to the body. Oh, All I'd right. never, yeah. ever bring a child to that. Oh. No, I totally agree with you. I was brought myself, and I've never forgotten it. So no way. Yeah. No dead bodies. I'm just talking about the actual physical funeral where the casket's shut. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I think Sheila's having a... You're having a busy time there, Sheila. There's a lot of people around you. I'm in I'm in work. I work in a school. <laughs> <laughs> so just... I'm, ser- I'm serving the kids there, students, as I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll let you get back to it, Sheila. All right, Liz, thanks very much. Let me let me go to Mary. Mary, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mary? Oh, sorry, Mary. I need to switch on. Hang on. There you go, Mary. You're on now. Go ahead. Hi, Nile, how are you? How are Good. You Mary, I mean, I know I'm kind of making a little bit light of it in some sense, but it, and it is a very serious occasion when somebody obviously dies. But is it an appropriate place for a child? I, I don't, not the funeral home. I don't think so for a child that's young. I had a 15 year old. My mother and daughter died over two years ago, and my youngest child was 15. Mm-hmm. And we got as far as funeral home. And she refused to go up to see her and say goodbye to her. She just wanted to remember the way she was. And I said, that's fine, you know what I mean? That's she good, had yeah. Such great memories of her and spent a lot of time with her. And, mm-hmm. you know, if that's the way a person wants to remember someone, yes, you know. But I think still, if you have a child of, I have a five and a half year old grandson at the time, and he used to go to her as well. So she was his granny, his great grandmother. And we explained that granny wouldn't be there anymore when he'd go to visit her. And, you know, at that age, so her sweets won't be there anymore when I go to her house because every time you went, there were sweets from grannies and, you know. And but, even, but even the funeral part, even, you know, yeah. when they're putting the coffin into the ground and you have no, a child standing there going, what not, the hell? Not, not, if they're, not if they're young, not if they're young. And I, I don't think anybody should be forced to do something like that, that they, they just want to have their memories. My sister is the same. My sister, my own father is dead and my sister doesn't like to in the grave or anything like that. She just has them in her head. She just feels... Mm, she remembers them from what they were and, and the pictures that might be in the house and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and everybody's different, but I think a young child going to a funeral home and seeing a dead body, I don't think so. Explain that your grandnana's gone or your granddad's gone or whatever, and you know what I mean, you know, depending what you what way you look at it, you know what I mean, the sky looking down and you and keeping you safe. But... I don't think seeing a dead body... Because anybody I've ever spoken thing. to in relation to this, as a child who saw something like that, said it was traumatic. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I, I just think it's... A, for people who are doing it, who are bringing children to funeral homes to see bodies and lifting them up to coffins to kiss people who are dead, I just yeah. think it's very traumatic for a child. I think it's wrong. A chi- I think a child will remember the good times they had with 
with their grandparents or what whoever has died mm-hmm. without going to a funeral home. You know what I mean? All right, unfortunately, they they know that they're you try to explain that they're gone and they'll be upset, but they don't need to see them. Does anybody, by the way, know why we we mentioned this this morning? We were talking about it in the office. Why British funerals take three weeks and Irish ones take three days? Is, is there an answer to that question? I I wouldn't know that. I I I don't know if someone. I think if someone's age belongs to me, I don't think I'd like to be waiting three weeks around. I think. Yeah, they, I think it's, the way we do it here is it's it's quick. It's oh, you're you're gone and in the ground within three or four yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that you're forgetting about the person, but I think it's prolonging. It's prolonging the, the, yeah, the grief. And yeah. It's not that you're ever going to forget them, but to make it that bit easier, as every week and month goes on, you know, things get a little bit easier, but still something will come on the radio or you hear a song or someone will say something and it'll bring you all back, you know. Mm-hmm. You have good memories as well. You'll always have good memories, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm 54 myself and I think of things that I did. My own grandparents, like, you know what I mean? I've told my friends and they've been, oh my God, you were desperate. But it was fun. Do you know what I mean? It was fun things, you know. Yeah, things. you should always remember the good and the fun times rather than try to remember anything that's negative. Uh, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Ellie after break as well. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. A lot of people, by the way, are saying more or less exactly the same thing. That you, you shouldn't bring a child even to a funeral. And yet we do it all the time. We bring, I've been to funerals and they're lifting little ones up to coffins. Kiss your granny, kiss your auntie Mary. Whatever it is, and and they're kissing, you know, a cold body, and and I and all I'm seeing here is texts from people saying exactly the same thing. It was the most dramatic experience of their life as a child. So why are we doing it? Is there somebody, by the way, listening today? If you want to give us a quick call or a text at oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight, who thinks it's appropriate to bring a child to a funeral, particularly when there's an open casket? In other words, there's not. I'm sorry, but we definitely do funerals a lot different to most of our your callers. Uh, to us, it's a celebration. Kids as young as five say their goodbyes to our relatives. And also, when the coffin goes into the ground, usually all the kids get a handful of dirt and throw it down onto the coffin. I, I, I don't know whether you're Irish or not. Are you Irish? When you say to your callers, I'm assuming you, you celebrate it differently because maybe you have a different culture. Uh, you, I'd be interested to hear different cultures, by the way, and how they celebrate this. I remember years ago, I was asked to do a gig uh, when I was DJing. Yeah, it was only about, I think it was about 19 or 20. And I was asked to go over to the flats in, ja- I think it was James's Street Flats. Uh, to a, it was to do uh, a wake, and I said okay. Kind of unusual to be asked to do DJ at a wake, and it was in a, an apartment or a flat, or a big flat. It was a three bedroom flat, but the fellow was lying out on the kitchen table. They had him on the kitchen table. They were pouring beer into his mouth and lighting cigarettes and sticking them in his mouth. Now they weren't Irish, which was unusual at the time because that would have been thirty five years ago. And um, they weren't Irish, but um. <laughs> It was great crack I got paid. But I thought it was kind of strange and weird. Ellie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Ellie? Hi, Niall. How are you? Ellie, I mean, you weren't allowed to go to your grandmother's funeral. That's right. And to this day, you regret that? Definitely, definitely. My grandmother was my best friend. Um, I spent all of my spare time with her. I was her plus one for going to weddings. I, you know, we were so close. Right. And she died when I was nine. She she was only sixty four at the time, and uh, she was quite young, was dying as a grandmother. She was yeah, young. Yeah. She was, yeah. um, and my parents would not allow me to go see her or to go to the funeral. And something I have to say, I'll never forgive my parents for. And what was the reason? They just thought it was it wasn't appropriate for you to be there. They thought, yeah, they thought it was inappropriate uh, to allow me to go. But he, but here's I the thing: if you had a, but if you had, how did she die? By the way. Uh, she had breast cancer. 
Right, okay. So she she had cancer. I'm sure she was getting chemotherapy and everything else, all right? Sure, yeah. sure. So if you had seen her in the coffin, she might not have looked the same. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And and maybe that would have played on your mind as a child. Your parents maybe thought, look, let's, you know, let let you rem- let Ellie remember her the way she was rather than the way she is. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, I saw her every day through the illness. I saw her the day before she died. You know, she wasn't going to be that much different. She looked ghastly. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that had an... I, I'm a nurse. Um, and it's something that had an effect on me even during my training that I find it very hard to deal with um, patients going through chemotherapy because it brought back memories of my grandmother dying this horrific mm-hmm. death as far as I was concerned. But still... My best friend had just left me and I wasn't allowed to say goodbye. And to this day, you still have those regrets? Well, yeah. Now, mm. let me, now yeah. it brings tears to my eyes. I, no, I can hear it. I can hear you're actually upset talking about it now and, it's yeah. a lo- and it was a long time ago. Well, I'm 44 now, so it's thir- 35 years ago. Mm. And, I'm sure, and I'm sure she was a wonderful and an amazing person. And you, would, and you would always remember the times that you had, where even though you were only nine years of age, you know, you yeah. had nine good years with her. Yeah. And you'll always remember those times. But what, yeah. I, what I fear is, is that, you know, and you've heard some of the callers already who said that they were lifted up to the coffin to kiss the dead body. And it, it traumatised them. And my, my own uh, experience yeah. with my own brother. And it traumatised me. And, and, and yes, and I, and I can agree to some extent. I think forcing a child to kiss a, a dead body is not the way to go. Um... You know, I, I think it all depends on who the person is, their relationship, etc. But, you know, ask the child. But can a child really, at, say, six or seven or whatever it is, really make the right decision? The child is just going to say yes. You, uh, I mean, do you know I, what I mean? I wouldn't necessarily agree, Niall. Uh, my, my husband's grandmother, um, so my children's great-grandmother, died a number of years ago. And the children were quite close with her as well. And I gave them the option. Go Basically, on foot of my own experience, I gave them the option. I said, look, you know, mommy and daddy have to go anyway. Would you, do you want to come with us? Yes. Okay, fine. So now we're, we're in Mayo and do you want to see nanny? And um, they both said yes. So, I mean, I sat them both down and explained to them, you know, she's not going to look quite like she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, she looked absolutely nothing like she did. For, yeah, they you know, tend not to. Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, this, she had makeup on her. and, and nanny She's my own mother. I remember my own mother's dead 10 years. My father's dead uh, five years. And and they, they looked nothing like. No, no. I remember but, You know, I, I sat them down and I explained to them, one, she's going to look really not very much like what you remember her. Two, there's going to be lots of people around. She's going to be in a coffin. She's go- if you wish to touch her, you can, but she's going to be very cold and she's going to feel a little bit strange. Um, and they both said they wanted... But that's a child's decision. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, if we let children make decisions like that all the time, they could see some very strange stuff. I, I just believe that we have a duty as adults, and I understand the situation you're talking about, and I do empathise with the situation that you were in and that you're in mm. now because obviously you regret, you have those regrets now that you didn't get to see her. But I just believe we have a duty to make decisions for children, and I think it's one of those adult things in life that maybe a child, the realism and that mystery should remain, although Richie says it demystifies death. I, I think the realism should stay there. Of Death is a very 
it's a very obviously it's quite terminal and you know and maybe the, the old thing of even though I'm not religious oh your, your nanny's gone to see holy God or she's gone to heaven yeah. or whatever that those are nicer ways to say goodbye sometimes sure sure but I, I think you know a lot of parents know their own children and know whether they're going to deal with this well or not um, maybe can set them up um, my, my other grandmother died recently um so, you know, I had my other grandmother for 44 years and there's not many people can say that. And again, it brought back, going back to my own, my first grandmother when she died. And I, I ended up talking to my own children about going to see Nanny Nora when, when she died because my, my sister was debating whether to bring her son to um, Foxy's funeral. And, you know, they, they, they said no, that they were fine mm-hmm. about it. The one thing they were adamant, both of them were that they did not want to see her being lowered into the ground. And that can be quite final for a child to see something like that. Well, sit, just stay there for a second because, Janet, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Janet? I am all right, thank you. Good. Janet, do you believe uh, it's a place for a child? No. No, no. not at all? No. My, um, I got an 11-year-old. My niece committed suicide. Oh, I'm sorry to 12. hear that. Oh, gosh. It's all right. Um, 12? That traumatised me. Oh. Seeing the coffin because it was an Irish funeral. Yeah. I left her at home at the time I was living in England, left her at home with a friend of mine because I thought, no, she can't go through that. Remember your cousin the way she was when I looked at her in the open coffin? It just wasn't her. It it can Um, be a lot worse, I think, if it's a child. Definitely, yeah. It's, and to have, I couldn't go in the room the day she was being buried to have the caskets closed. Yeah. But she also lost her godmother and her gran in the UK. And I wouldn't, they were 10 days apart. And I, all I said to her, they've gone, she's a star in heaven. They're both a star in heaven. I wouldn't take her to the funeral. I wouldn't give her a choice. I took her to school and I said, I'll pick you up after school and you can go to the wake with me. Ellie said she regrets obviously not seeing or going to a funeral. Uh, Janet said she doesn't believe it's a place for kids. Sarah, you're on Classic Kids. Hi, hi, Niall. Do you think um, it's a place for children? I do, I do. It's very important that uh, you have closure um, when someone dies. Um, uh, I think we do death well in Ireland, but we don't do it well enough. There are two things that everyone in this life has in common. You will die and you will grieve. And you will, pay, ta- and you will pay tax. <laughs> well, some people don't pay any tax. That's <laughs> right. a different conversation. <laughs> but you will die and you will grieve. Um, yep. From my own point of view, my, I... My husband died seven months ago, and I have two children, and I would obviously, you know, yeah. it was their dad, so they were obviously... I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. But I do think there were, there were other children at my husband's funeral, and I just think we need to start really young explaining that, you know, things can happen. I did, I did say at the start of the conversation it's very different if it's a mum or a dad or a sibling I do understand that but yeah. like my husband Damien he like he had nieces and nephews I have cousins that Damien would have been quite close to who would be the same age as my children so it was very important for them to see Damien and know that he's he died gone. very young didn't he he did yeah he was 45 I'm sorry to hear that so I, I just think, you know, we need to be very clear as well when we're speaking to children about death, about the language we use. And I, do, I don't know if you, you know about the Children's Grief Project here in Limerick, Nile. Sister Helen Col- Colhan is the, the main person there and Olive Foley 
is one of the patrons of the of the Children's Grief Project, and they do fantastic work around grief for children. And, they're and do the what they give them gr- grief counselling? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, grief counselling. It's open to anyone mm-hmm. who has lost any child um, under eighteen, who has lost someone in their life that they were close to, or any any loss through grief where someone you know, that a child has, you know, it's left an effect on them. And mm. they are very clear because one of my own children attended um, Sister yeah. Helen and it was hugely helpful. And the language used is very clear and very definite. Stuff like, you know, if it's your uncle, so your uncle has died. It's not passed away or is lost or is gone to sleep. I, I know, but I, I, I never saw anything wrong with the, even though I'm not religious, the old way of telling a child, you know, a granny or a granddad or whoever has gone to see Holy God and, you know, yeah. they're, they're in a better place. Or, you know, the real Irish thing to say, they're in a better place. All these kind of things, you know. I look, better place and all that. Again, mm. that's, I think language is very important and we need to start when people are in primary school, Nile, in my opinion, to prepare us for death. We're all going to face death and grief. And grief is a very lonely place. People don't know what to say to you. They don't know how to address you. They don't know if you even want contact or not. And if you don't want contact, people understand. But nine times out of ten, it's lovely when someone checks in with you. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.